Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. I'm here with Yus. What's up, guys? Please smash that subscribe button because we're talking about another awful game. Oh, <laughs> man. 2-2 draw against Osasuna. Left me so perplexed on so many levels because it's just a continuation of players performing poorly. Also, I think we're starting to see some cracks in Xavi's managerial tactics so far. But before I throw it over to you to talk about the game, line up his thoughts, you know, um, we, we come back to this every episode, talking about Xavi and how we need to give him patience. But I think it's also important we point out some of the cracks in the armor because I think what we're in, we're in a, an interesting situation here where we're not only trying to strengthen a team that needs to mature, but we're also trying to strengthen a manager who probably needs to mature as well. And, you know, Xavi has not been a coach for too long, and he's coaching a team riddled with injuries. We heard, unfortunately, Sergio Aguero might retire this coming Wednesday. And so, you know, it, it, we're, we're in a full rebuild, and it takes some time. We got to take a deep breath, even though there were some frustrating things on all accounts in this game. So why don't you go into the lineup, how you thought the team handled the uh, Osasuna, and um, take it from there, use. Sure. So in the goalie, we had Marc-Andre Ter Stegen, who ooh, has not been doing too well, but he's there. Then in the back line, we had TT coming on finally after a long, long anticipated uh appearance and then we had PK and Araujo and Araujo in that back right spot again then in the midfield we had Gavi, Busquets and Nico then we had right in front of them in an attacking front Abdi, Frankie de Jong and Dembele which was exciting because we had Abdi and Dembele two speed demons who've been performing pretty uh pretty well overall but just not being able to finish and then we had dun 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 Luke de Jong in the front which I thought would go away after Komen had left us, but unfortunately, somehow he's made his way back in there because I thought this was a meritocracy and Javi was only going to be playing players that um, have been performing very well and been showing up. But I think after Depay has been injured, unfortunately, we have to play someone like Luke de Jong in the front. And, you know, after this game started, I think a lot of times we had said we had like a good 15, 20 minutes to the game. And, you know, just so many things fell apart in this game. You know, having a 2-2 draw, us scoring first, which was finally something we've been looking for is us scoring first and then being able to maintain that. And we, were not be able, we weren't able to do that. Osasuna just cracked back immediately. We fell uh, victim to another counter. And unfortunately, we just can't somehow keep our bearings on this game. You know, a lot of these players are looking... Um, maybe too timid or they're not uh, looking for advancement on the pitch, not looking to score. And you can see that as the game progresses, even though we had that second opportunity that went in by Abdi, which was uh, beautifully placed by him. And it, he, he positioned himself perfectly to smack it in the back of the net. We then fall victim in the 86th minute um, to a, a, an equalizer. And I just, I just can't wrap my head around these players just seem to run around like a chicken with his head off. And the one thing I'll say about Javi, uh, as opposed to Komen, is he looks like he's on the pitch yelling at players, trying to get them uh, formated or their formation better to push forward. But it just doesn't seem like his lineup is working out very well. It seems like he's switching it up a little bit. Like today, uh, in this game, we had a 3-3-3-1. Um, that's kind of deviating from a 4-3-3. And I know you had talked to me earlier about having Abdi and Dembele in the front. Why aren't we playing a 4-3-3? I'm yeah, not 100% I mean, dude, sure. It goes across, it goes across a, a few different spectrums on which, you know, I guess first we'll talk about some things that we didn't like seeing from Xavi. But like you said, right, we have two wingers for the first time in a while. Mm -hmm. We have Abdi who's all of a sudden become a reliable um, player on the wing. And then we have Dembele 
you know, feeling good, playing. So, you know, we have two wingers and we have a striker, a traditional striker up front with Luke Dijon. This seems like a perfect opportunity to play a 4-3-3, especially because, um, you know, that's something we saw Javi play with at El Saad. And, you know, it didn't happen. Like you said, it was like a 3-4-3, a 3-3-3-1 type formation. <laughs> I just think uh, not only are the players not performing well, but we're, not, we're also not putting them in an optimal way to perform the best, right? You think sure. of Araujo, who's one of our best players by far, right? And all of a sudden we have him playing in this kind of like right back type area where I don't think he's effective as a defender. Um, you know, then we have Frankie DeJong, who doesn't seem like we, we had him in a formation that would work. We were trying to play with a diamond at one point. And Frankie just seems like he's in this weird area where we have him kind of far forward, but again, not using his uh, best skills of, of, you know, getting the ball and driving it forward with either dribbles or passes and being able to look at the field and kind of, you know, progress the ball. I thought Busquets as well was not placed in an optimal position. So that that frustrated me, right? And then I think the big thing that really got me upset is, okay, we see that, you know, we, we, we're going to take Nico off. And in that left-back position, right, instead of putting on uh, Serginho Dest or Balde, we put on Mingueza. And Mingueza, as much as a fan, uh, you know, I think all of us were last season under, like, the back three that Komen had, we loved Mingueza. This year he has been performing very awful, right? Mm-hmm. Just not Definitely a good agree. player this year. I don't know what happened to him. But... You know, that's where we are. And to have him subbed in just really seemed like it was not a, a good idea. Um, I think it was an attempt to try and switch us to a 4-3-3. But it just, without Nico there in the midfield, it kind of left us without any way to, to, to build up. And, and I was frustrated because, you know, Serginio Dest, as much as he might not be the perfect player right now, I mean, you're putting him in a position that he does so well in, or at least, you know, so proficiently. And yet instead you're putting him in Gueza. It just really left me kind of scratching my head. Sure. I mean, this game overall was really tough to wrap our heads around because as the game progressed, I just didn't understand the tactical decisions that were taking place, the subs like you just mentioned. I don't know what he was trying to transition to to take advantage of the game. We see a lot of coaches, they, they're reactionary. They know... Uh, they can tell what the other coach is doing and they want to tactically defend against that or push that team into an unproductive manner. We just don't have the tactical changes that need to be made during these games to make us win or to take us forward. We well, know, yeah, but uh-huh. I mean, I think on the contrary, right? Because uh, like I just said, there were some issues with Javi. There are some other issues, right? Which is one, I feel like our players, after the, the second goal was scored and we went up 2-1, just kind of shut off a little bit. And, you know, I don't know if it's a physical fitness thing or they have just this such battered mentality that the other team's going to come and that they can't impose their will on the game but our team kind of just turned inwards and let them attack us for the last 30 minutes like it feels like that's how our team has been doing for the last two to three years right anytime we're, we have like a one goal lead and there's like 20 minutes left in the game we know the other team's going to be pushing us and probably score an equalizer and that was really frustrating to me. And then I think on the other end, there are some individual players who are not performing well, right? Uh, Frankie DeJong has not been performing well. Sure, did the coach not put him in an optimal position? Yes. At the same time, though, he's not playing to his level. Um, you know, we had Umtiti out there who honestly had a decent performance, but he gets that deflection in that lets them score the second goal. Um, I think the big issue with our defense right now is set pieces we've had a lot of goals mm-hmm. given up off set pieces or off of True. you know the mayhem that follows a set piece and so 
I, I don't know. It, it's really hard to figure out what we need to write. And I think as we look forward and we think about like, you know, the winter transfer window, we're, we're talking a lot about like Ferran Torres or Adeyemi, some of these more offensive forwards coming into the team when, you know, the, the, everything is looking in such disarray that it's hard to tell what position needs improving because they all do. Right. I think the only <laughs> players you go from that game and are saying, wow, that was a great performance are Nico. Gavi and Abde, right? And all these players are what not over the age of twenty one. I don't sure. even know if they can drink a beer legally, <laughs> right? And and I think oh, that maybe speaks a lot too. Speaks a lot to the team and kind of the situation we're in. Like we have players born in the two thousands who are performing the best. That sure. is uh, not how you want to run a top club. So I mean, you're definitely right, and you're talking about this transfer window. Is this going to solve all our problems? I mean, I definitely don't think so because we have more systemic problems at hand. You know, even if we get players to cover that front attacking that can uh, finish uh, opportunities, which we definitely need because, you know, we're relying on Luke De Jong right now, um, as you saw in this last game. But we also still have a lot of players that need to... We've said... I think we said this like two years ago. Alba is still dominating that, that um, position and not having a lot of people challenging him and we just need to well not but whose have fault that. is that right like th sure. there's one way to look at that which is the club's fault for not bringing a good replacement on the other side though we have ball day we have dest right like i just i i think i don't know it kind of baffles me how much javi seems to not like serginio dest i mean i know defensively he's a little bit more of a liability but offensively he can you know produce things well and so far javi i believe his only um, time he played dest was as like a right winger Right, mm -hmm. I think that was in the Bayern yep. game, and you know that of course that's going to leave a sour taste in your mouth when you have him playing out of position. But I think he deserves at least a chance to sub in for Jordi Alba. And I think, you know, when we look to the transfer window and kind of what our team needs to get, we still have Pedri injured, we still have Braithwaite injured, we still have Fati injured. Right, you get those three players back, and I really do think it's going to make quite a bit of a difference. Like those are three players who I trust and feel like we can depend on if they're healthy. And so you get those three back, okay, maybe we get Ferran Torres, you know, someone who can help us score, and then I think we need to look to, to shore up our back line because, uh, you know, Nico and Gavi are there and they are performing well. And if this was Barca like four years ago where we're, we think we're going to um, challenge for like the Champions League or try to make the semis, then, it's, then you say, okay, Nico and Gavi are too young to be, you know, day in, day out starters. You get someone like Arturo Vidal to come in or Paulinho to come in sure. as a veteran. But right now we're in such a rebuild that I do honestly think we probably need to just give them time to keep playing and keep developing. I just have a hard time watching these games over and over and saying like, man, we just played terribly. I just wish I, – I, I, obviously care that we don't or that we lose but it's the manner at which we lose in that gets me and that I think irks us the most because we watch these games and we want so many good things to happen even if we're creating and we're missing opportunities and it looks like we can win these games it's just we're not able to uh, put the pieces to of the puzzle together in a very beautiful manner I think that's okay but I think when we watch like the loss against Bayern and this draw against Osasuna and the the manner in which we're losing or drawing these games it just hurts and it just I don't know what we can do at this very moment to remedy that situation like you're saying obviously we have so many players injured um, players like Fatih when he when he came back in that he immediately scored and we we're like oh my god yes finally we got Fatih back he's gonna score he's gonna go off this season oh we got Dembele back he's gonna score he's gonna go off this season and then we just play terribly we can't score we can't finish we don't have defense and then it falls apart it just uh, man well I think that you know this is part of why 
I keep saying over and over again about giving Javi time is that sure. we have assumptions from a prior level of success that are clouding our judgment of our current team, right? I feel like we, we you, you know, we have to accept the realities of, of sports, which are your team's good, and then you kind of fall off the cliff and you have to rebuild for a few years. In Barca, sure. we had such a prolonged period of excellence that it's hard for us to remember, especially, you know, a lot of us fans, I don't know if anyone listening to this uh, started watching Barca, you know, at, uh, before 2006 at the earliest, probably like 2008 or 11. Um, and so we've only known Barca to be really good because we had the greatest player of sure. all time, Lionel <laughs> Messi. And, you know, even in, like I would say, 2017, 18, 19, those years where things were falling apart, Messi was so good that he was able to just bring us a level above and we kind of didn't have to sure. come to terms with how bad Bartomeu had really made the team. And now we do. And I think we, we just need to program our brains to understand, hey, we have to go through a rebuild. And I, I know there's this whole ethos of people who want to keep saying we're the best club in the world and how, you know, we can't settle for anything but winning. But it, And that's true. We always need to strive for winning because that's the only mentality that will get you back to that golden place. But, y you know, I mean, this is just how sports work. Is sometimes you have to sure. tear it all down and get a bunch of young players on good contracts to build up again. I just don't want to, I totally agree with you, and I just don't want to say things um, about Javi that we were saying about Komen and give Javi that same kind of slack, right? I think that's the hard time, because I know we talked about, oh, well, Komen doesn't have a lot of, uh, oh, he has a lot of injured Healthy players. players yeah. yeah, and so we can't just say the situation for Komen one way and then say the same situation for Javi the other way, because that's just not fair, right? They're both seem to be... for sure. Yeah, 100%. So... I do want to give Javi time. Obviously, uh, Komen had a season and a half or so or whatever the amount of time was, and we gave him that chance and that opportunity. It just always seemed like it was dwindling, dwindling, dwindling. And, you know, Javi's only had a few games on our team, uh, two in the Champions League. We were already in an awful position. He's taken over for Komen. He's still starting with terrible injuries. And, you know, I, I, I think it's fair to give him time and have Barca develop and, like you're saying, get back to that golden era and we're in that rebuild. We need to mm -hmm. be mindful of the situation and we need to, you know, think forward. And I think that's the hardest part is saying, like, the decisions we're going to make today hopefully uh, bloom into some beautiful, beautiful soccer that Barcelona will, Barcelona will be able to produce, but it's not going to be today, that's for sure. <laughs> but you know what we can do to make ourselves feel better? Huh. Hit that subscribe button. Yeah. Because we're coming back sometime <laughs> this week. We might talk about the Champions League draw. We'll definitely be talking about the Europa League draw. And then we'll cover the game coming up on Saturday. So thank you guys so much. Have a nice week. Thanks, guys.